Good day and welcome back to the Help Me Understand podcast, uh, the podcast where we ask questions and listen so that we can deeper our understanding about what is happening in teaching and learning and all kinds of other things that we're talking to folks today. Um, today, we have uh, Gareth with us and some of his students who are doing some amazing work uh, and we can't wait to hear more about um, how they are doing some uh, really good authentic learning uh, at their school. So thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. You bet. Can you give us a little bit of an overview of uh, what classes you teach and how these students uh, have kind of come to uh, do this project that they're doing? Sure, Robert. Uh, so. I teach right now a high school uh, English class. I have gifted students, and I've taught that for about five years. But a couple of years ago, I created a one-semester-long class called Design Lab, which was really based a lot on the work of Don Wetrick with innovation and open source learning. And I wanted to recreate that. So I ran that as sort of like a prototype a few years, three years ago. And it was uh, successful. In the interim years, I had not been able to get it to populate, but last year I changed some of the marketing around it, and I have about 54 students in two sections of what is now called uh, Nova Lab, Innovation Lab, and the work that we do here is purpose-driven, so that means that they, all the students are driven by projects that they are passionate about, but which also have an impact on the community outside of just this school itself. So purpose and meaning-driven learning are really important to what we do here. And so uh, the team that is here today, called Living Now, is a team who has really taken this idea and run with it, and I just want them to tell you their story. Yeah, and I can't wait. I mean, certainly uh, Don's inspired a lot of folks, and uh, I actually had a chance to visit the space that was the first uh, space where Don kicked off his innovation work. And I know that that's uh, really uh, been the genesis of a lot of uh, different programs around the country where kids are doing things that are purposeful, impactful for the community, and learning about the power of contribution. Uh, and so I think that's exciting. Uh, and thanks to the students for joining us. I'd love to have student voice on the podcast. Uh, why don't folks introduce themselves? And then um, I'll, I'll ask you guys a few questions. Uh, so I'm Ethan Ferraro. Um, I joined the team along with my two buddies when we had this class this year. Mm -hmm. uh, my name is Gavin Stevens, uh, another co-founder. My name is Dylan Kane, another co-founder as well. Awesome. So thank you for all three of you. Uh, tell me about living now. I am, uh, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, I, I, I would like to say that I try to live in the present. So uh, am I getting close or what is the living now all about? Uh, yeah. So really when we started this class, we first Thing on our agenda was to recognize a need or to fill an itch, as Mr. Hyde said. Um, so what we saw was a problem in our society, which is where devices and uh, technology in general is becoming a lifestyle as opposed to a tool. And um, we kind of recognized as three avid outdoorsmen and people who really enjoy spending time outside, we kind of came together and had a broad idea to do like some outdoor filming and to just really portray what the outdoors could do for us and how much we enjoyed it. So what we really wanted to do was inspire other people our age to kind of take into account that 
um, at the end of the day, being outside, going on a hike with your friends, just enjoying nature is a lot more fulfilling than something like watching Netflix or just being indoors. So I love that. I'm a huge outdoors person as well and a huge advocate. And I use the hashtag all the time, get outside. Uh, and I'm always trying to continue to kind of balance green time and screen time. Uh, so somebody else, how uh, is this being received by your fellow students? Uh, this has been received uh, pretty well. Um, a lot of our fellow students, they're, they're addicted to their phones as we are to an extent. Um, so it's definitely an issue that we've noticed and we're trying to figure out ways to combat that. Uh, and also what we do is we, we went on a bunch of trips over fall break, uh, particularly uh, hiking trips around our local area within two and a half hours or so. Um, and what we've been trying to do is we're inviting guests outside of just our team for them to like pick up on the, the lifestyle themselves. So it's another way of spreading spreading the lifestyle, lifestyle and increasing the brand, uh, brand awareness. Uh, so it's been received pretty well. We've got about 200 followers on Instagram, which uh, just to plug that now is living now YT uh, on Instagram. Uh, so we post content there as a way of also reaching out to other students. So that's another way of outreaching, which it might seem hypocritical that we're promoting the less use of cell phone through the outdoors with a social media account. Uh, but that seems to be the most effective way of doing it. So it's been pretty well received so far. Yeah, and I love it. I love the bridge, right? There's a bridge that can't say, like, stop being addicted to your phones. Like, you have to put something else in that place. And I love the fact that you're saying, hey, take your phones with you, but be present, take pictures, notice what's around you. Uh, what was your biggest surprise on one of your fall trips? Uh, you guys were out and about, um, some hiking, seeing some things. Uh, what, was a, what was the biggest surprise from one of those trips? Well, one of the really big surprises was we actually went to a place called Pinnacle Overlook, which is right off the Appalachian Trail. And we slept over at Ethan's house the night before to kind of get out. We wanted to see the sunrise, get out there early. And it turns out that we didn't actually go to sleep that whole night. <laughs> and we went, we went at 2 a.m. We got on the roads to go up on the trail. And we arrived at the hiking spot around, I'd say, probably 3.30, would you yeah. say? And we went up pitch black. We went hiking on this. It's called, it's ranked a hard trail in the pitch black with headlamps. And it was really, the sunset was beautiful. Or sunrise was beautiful. Yeah. And uh, what was really surprising about that was that we brought a kid with us, uh, Brian in the grade below us. And he had never been on anything like this before, let like a hike, let alone a hike in pitch black on a hard trail. And we brought him up with us and he was pretty ill prepared. He was wearing shorts, but um, he, he came up, and now he's going to become one of the guys that comes with us regularly. He loves it now. He keeps asking us to come on more trips. So it was kind of great to see how we kind of brought someone with us, and it really changed their perspective on the whole thing. Yeah, and I, I worked at a middle school for a long time where we took our high school, our, 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 our seventh graders, to Smoky Mountain National Park for a week. Uh, and I'm here in the St. Louis area, so that was a big shift. But I can tell you that was a big deal for those kids and things that they never forgot. And so uh, what do you do with this? Does this become a business? Does this become a social venture? Does this become a, a passion project? Where does this go next? Uh, so what we've been looking at, um, currently, I don't, I don't think we've told you yet, we've been selling merchandise. I don't know if the camera's on, but we're wearing, we have a shirt. We produce shirts, about 20 of them. We sold them from there, and that's just another way to spread the brand. Um, so we were looking at registering as an LLC or a nonprofit. We haven't decided yet, um, but in, it, it would—it'd be more than just a project. We're looking at extending extending it past the school year, because uh, this is something that we're all really passionate about. Uh, so we just want to grow the brand and really promote everything that it stands for, because we believe the message is really important. 
So we'd like to expand it beyond the, the boundaries of the classroom for sure. Yeah, and so uh, your teachers, are you getting them involved? Are you getting other family members, folks in the district involved with things as well? Um, as of right now, our scope has pretty much been to kids our age because that's where we initially recognized the biggest problem. Um, there definitely are adults who fall victim to the same things that we do with our phones and being on them too much. But um, as far as expanding it to outside of our peers, we, do, we did get a couple uh, people to buy the shirts that were uh, not in our class or not in our school. Ron Anthony, who's the director of innovation at Fluxbase, bought one of our shirts. And a lot of people are really into the brand and into the message. But um, right now, the people we've been bringing on the trips are all our peers at our school. Good winter's upon us. And uh, I know that as we're recording this, this is uh, where we just had our first kind of big snow here in the St. Louis area. What does winter outdoors life look like for you guys and for living now? Oh, it's funny you should say that. So uh, Dylan, again, I'm a, I'm a very big snowboarder and Gavin also skis. Mm -hmm. So we can kind of still bring the outdoors aspect with maybe a couple like trail, like uh, skiing, snowboarding on a couple of trails videos. Mm -hmm. and we're also looking to try to go hiking and camping overnight. And Ethan was really big advocate for maybe if it was snowing, it'd be kind of like a terrain to have to deal with. It'd be a pretty cool video. So yeah, you guys mentioned you guys mentioned these videos, and uh, I didn't touch on those. So kind of help me understand. You're not only taking folks out, you're not only promoting on social, you're not only kind of getting the brand built but you're also kind of uh, doing some videography. So tell me about that. So um, I have some experience with videography prior to the coming into project. So I wanted to combine that passion. Uh, so what I've been doing is I've been teaching Ethan and Dylan um, how to work the camera, how to edit. Uh, we've been having editing sessions. Uh, so what we do, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with a bunch of YouTube channels. Uh, yes Theory is one of them. Um, and different other like vlogging kind of things. Um, there's a big interest in YouTube. Uh, and personally, I know a lot of my peers uh, the shift is away from TV shows and more towards YouTube because uh, you get more content that's closer to home. Um, but that's that's our method. So we've noticed that what gets people in the outdoors is we have to appeal to them. And another way to do that is through our videos. Uh, the only problem is it takes a while to edit. Uh, we have a lot of footage. There's like 40 gigabytes for our three trips over fall break. Um, so we're making cool edits that can obviously be spread across social media, be published, and then that'll also expand the scope uh, outside of our school. Because like we said, we're kind of focused on within our school. Uh, at least with uh, going on trips and whatnot, but those videos will reach a larger audience as well. So I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, certainly miles away, but um, a gentleman there in Milwaukee started a thing called the Urban Ecology Center. Man, it's probably 20 years old now because of the same mission. Uh, he said, we've got a lot of sedentary people, whether it was about technology or just sitting and watching television. Uh, I want to make sure that folks in the urban area are exposed to these amazing things. And so the Urban Ecology Center went from being a trailer in a park to being a whole institution in their community. So I'm hopeful because I've seen programs like this work before and expand and grow. Um, so tell me about your dreams for living now. Um, are there ideas for the spring? Do you have other trips planned? Uh, tell me kind of what you guys are thinking next. Yeah, so we are shooting really high. We're, we all like really love doing this. And honestly, it doesn't feel like a chore at all or a project. We, like, we get together by our own will. Like, we love getting together and doing stuff like this. So our, our uh, aspirations are pretty high. In the spring, we'd like to plan a bunch of different trips. And one of the main ones would be uh, going to Lake Placid. 
in New York. So it's like a six hour drive, but it's a really beautiful area. And um, we also, we have like a bunch of smaller trips planned, of course, but we'd like to eventually uh, go somewhere far enough that we'd fly and we're saving up money uh, for doing these trips as well as also uh, possibly saving up for better equipment and other stuff. We have a really nice drone right now. So we get some really high quality footage for sure. But um, just as, as it goes along, we want to get bigger and bigger. And this summer is definitely going to be a time for us to really go out and get it because we're all also really um, involved students. So we don't have the most time during the year, but this summer is going to be a time for us to really like flourish. Yeah, I love that. And there's so many people out there now thinking about student health and student wellness and decreasing stress and anxiety. And we all know that getting outside is a major remedy to stress and anxiety. Um, are, are, you getting, are you getting that response from the students that have participated with you that um, are interested, that they're saying, man, I didn't realize how great it is to just get outside and do something as opposed to maybe you know, get in the rut of watching Netflix or watching YouTube. Yeah, there's tons of positive feedback from the people we brought along with us. And another interesting story was, I'm also a big hunter. And up in my Pocono house, there's a disabled hunter who got in a huge car accident. And this man lives off the land. He does pretty much, he hunts for his food and all this crazy stuff. And he talked to me after a day out hunting. And he said that even he feels a connection to his phone. And when I say outdoorsman, this man is like the most outdoors it can get. And he said he just recently got a cell phone and he feels a connection to it. And he said one of the only like cures or things that gets him off of it is the outdoors. And he said how positive it was. And that's like one of the big aha moments for us was we realized like everyone can kind of get a little cure with the nature, the cell phones. Ah, I love it. So thank you guys uh, for telling me that story. Let me jump back. Uh, uh, Gareth, you got to be proud of these guys. They've done something pretty amazing. They've built something in a short amount of time. They're passionate about it. You can hear it in their voices. Um, I, I guess you're just you have to be excited that this class is taking off and the Nova Lab is uh, producing results like this. Yeah, uh, you know, I think going into it, one of the things that is I've always tried to stretch myself every year with a different project. And obviously this is a project, this class, and it's gonna be a multi-year project. But one of the things I wanna challenge myself to do is to get out into areas where I'm in um, outside my comfort zone, right? So like, I mean, English is my comfort zone. I know things, I know things about English. I don't know anything about the outdoors. I don't know anything um, about, um, voter registration, which is another project that some cool. students are doing here. And so I, the thing I love doing is I love learning. And, you know, not only am I really proud of what these students are doing and all the students are doing, I'm, I'm just loving what's going on because I'm learning all the time, making connections with them and, and the people that they're connecting with and helping them connect with other people like yourself and uh, just bringing in lots of expertise from outside so that I can keep learning. That's fantastic. Final questions, guys. Uh, Gareth, how do folks um, connect with you, connect with Nova Lab? There may be teachers and leaders that are saying, man, I want to bring this kind of uh, experience to my school. I'd love to learn from what they're doing up there. How do they best connect with you? Sure. Uh, I'm the, one of the best ways is Twitter. And we do have uh, at PVHS Nova Lab. 
Uh, that's the Twitter. And then also they can connect with me personally, and that's at ed underscore by underscore design. And our website for the class is pvhsnovalab.com. Fantastic. I will get all that in the show notes. And more importantly, how do I get folks connected with Living Now, gentlemen? Uh, so we have an Instagram page. It's at Living Now YT. And then we also have a website. Uh, well, our website's under construction, so we'll leave that out for now. But yeah, the Instagram is at Living Now YT. Fantastic. And how do I get one of those t shirts? <laughs> oh, uh, we will definitely send you an email if you want one. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll make that. So there's oh, sweatshirts coming out very, very soon that we'll be dropping. So get your name written down for one of those. That you, want. I, you got it, guys. And uh, you now have a new follower on your Instagram page. So thank you guys for being a part of the podcast and really helping me understand how social entrepreneurism and passion and uh, just, uh, just being on it and loving it and going for it. And so uh, I appreciate you guys helping me understand living now and keep up the good work. And if I can do anything to spread the word, uh, I look forward to helping every one of you guys in what you're doing. So thank you guys. Yeah, thank you for having us. Appreciate you having us on. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bro.